politicians are the virus. Yeah, man, maybe I am dumb. You think you're free? You think you're free just because you can't see the cage they keep you in? Fauci jerked off a pangolin, and now we all have COVID. It's us against them, guys. Get out there and spread that love and liberty. Let's go. Hey, people, how we doing? Now, typically I'd say, hey, guys and girls, you know, that's how I've been starting the show, but I've been told I can't do that anymore because there's no more guys and girls. They don't exist. Nobody can define what a woman is. Your children cannot be told what gender they are. Men are having bloody periods all over America. Up is down, down is up. The dollar is losing value. And apparently it's not because of inflation, but it's Vladimir Putin somehow. I don't know. Women have mustaches. I'm afraid to go to bed with the bride because I don't know what I'm going to wake up next to. It's getting weird out there. The, the, the world has lost its collective mind, but luckily for you, you find folks of no sexual gender. The dad is here to bring the gravity and to keep your legs rooted in truth. Now, I got no guests for Yinzers today. Just a pure straight IV of the dad right up your gizzard hole, and you're going to love it. We've not done one of these in, I think, a couple months, because I've been nailing you guys week after week with great guests. I hope you've been enjoying them, but this week, you just get a fat slice of the dad, and you're going to love it. Now, later this week, later this week, I'm going to be appearing on the Great Naturalist Capitalist Show Hosted by rising star Reed Coverdale, you've seen him recently on The Kennedy Show. And next week, I'm going to have on CEO and founder of Crowd Health, which is going to just fascinate you guys and inspire you guys to take personal control of your own health. But today, today it's just daddy. And I'm going to smack it up, flip it, and rub it down with you for the next 60. Smack it up, flip it, rub it down, oh no. Hey man, I'm over 40, I'm a dad, and it's my prerogative to be a cornball if I choose. Oh, what, my bad. Is it uncool in 2022 to be playing music clips from the 1980s new edition spinoffs, Belle, Bib, DeVoe, and Bobby Brown? I don't give a fuck. I might even throw a little resvant up in this bitch. All right, man. Should I just should I just hit you up with some Johnny Gill and and complete this square? Or should we move on? All right, you guys. Now that we have weeded out all the weaklings and alienated everyone under thirty five, let's get into the show. So what's up? Before we go any further, I want to make sure you're subscribed to The Dad Presents. Now, if you're listening on Spotify right now, I believe the subscribe button is somewhere up here in the upper right-hand corner of your phone. And if you're soaking in this view on YouTube, I think the subscribe button is like right here or maybe right here or maybe right here. Made you look kidding, dumb, moving on. By the way, if you're a YouTube watcher, thank you. The Ron Paul episode Got about 3,000 views, which is the most we've had on YouTube since we had Dr. Corey on and got 30,000 in a day, and then they shut it down and took it down and gave us a strike. 
but we're still kind of sucking on YouTube. We're averaging close to 10,000 on the audio only on Spotify and iTunes. And I still can't figure out why you guys would rather listen to me than look at me. I mean, you guys even have eyes and ears. I, I have an annoying voice. I mean, it's some nasally bullshit. I, I annoy myself. When I go back and I listen to the show, I'm like, ew, gross. My wife can't stand the sound of my voice. I had a friend in high school who used to constantly tell me how annoying I was. And I'm always tripping all over myself. I'm saying, um, and er, and I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm just not very good at talking. But this face, yo, I mean, come on, this face. Get on YouTube and, and let's make a love connection already, okay? Go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button right here, and let's go. Now, what's going on in the world? Well, let's start with that don't say gay bill because, wow, the propaganda since this bill passed is just completely bonkers. Now, I know it passed like maybe a week ago. And the propaganda beforehand was ridiculous. But since it's passed, like, it's, it's amazing. Just when you think that the liars and propagandists have maxed out their abilities and their potential for propaganda and lies, they rise to the challenge and completely outdo themselves, kneecap you, spoon out your brain while you're on your back, and then they take a big stinky poo-poo right where your brain used to be. It's impressive. This, this propaganda is impressive. This bill, the don't say gay bill, I put in quotes, it's a mild bill. It's a mild bill that prevents schools from putting gender ideology into the lesson plans for children from kindergarten to third grade. We're talking about seven-year-olds. The bill will not allow you to create lesson plans regarding gender ideology and sexuality. That's the whole bill. The bill does not even use the word gay. The bill doesn't even say that you as a teacher can't talk to those little babies about gender stuff. It just can't be part of the school's curriculum. I mean, the bill doesn't talk about gay people. It doesn't talk about trans people. Yet folks are acting as if Ron DeSantis, the, the governor of Florida, is going into preschool and hunting gay kids, kidnapping them, and throwing them off of high-rise buildings in Miami. You know, like they do in Saudi Arabia where Disney has no problem doing business, which is interesting. We'll get to that. Look, weirdos, I could actually, I could care less as a dad. I could care less if gender ideology is in my kid's school curriculum. I don't care. I, I've already been through a year of Zoom school with my kids, and I can say with conclusive confidence that their cur curriculum is just, it's hot garbage. So what difference does it make if they want to teach them about their wieners and, and peeners and poo-poos. It doesn't matter. I teach my kids about that stuff anyway, so I'm not worried about some fruitcake with purple hair swaying my teacher. I'm not worried about some creeper teacher and with a nose ring putting their ideas in my kid's head because my kid's going to be smarter than that teacher because I've taught my kid and I'm smarter than that teacher. But that said, I do understand why a lot of parents are bothered by teachers putting their personal values on their children at such a young age. Like, we're talking about seven-year-olds. I get why parents are bothered by that. They want to protect their children's innocence. They don't think that prepubescent children should be taught about sex, and I get that. And, you know, when you think about it, given that it's a crime to fuck a kid, like, if you fuck a kid, that's a crime. So maybe you also should not be allowed to teach the kids about fucking 
and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I get it. But what I do not get for the life of me is why anyone has a problem with this bill. Again, the bill prevents schools from making lesson plans that teach gender nonsense to seven-year-olds. What kind of creep has an issue with that? What kind of creep says, oh, we can't have that bill. That's, that's ridiculous. I want to teach sex to seven-year-olds. Yet they have an issue with it. A big issue. People are freaking out. There's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of teachers all over TikTok making videos freaking out about this actual fact. So because I've been getting this question a lot lately, I am going to use this space to answer it. And that is, as a preschool teacher, a drag king, and as a member of the LGBTQ community, how do I feel about the new legislations for, like, the Don't Say Gay Bill or... I don't know. The reporting of transgender kids... And while I don't see things like that too much in preschool, my opinion on it is that I don't care what the government tells me to do. I am going to do what I think is best for the health and safety. That includes mental health and safety and emotional health and safety of my kids. I will never let any child come through my classroom feeling unloved or ashamed for who they are. Lady. Or I guess I should say, buddy, I don't know. I don't know. You know, this preschool teacher, she didn't give her pronouns. So I'm honestly not sure how she wants to be addressed. I mean, she said she's a drag king. I don't know. Would that be a he? I don't know. I didn't know drag kings were a thing until about five minutes ago. A dra- I imagine a drag king is probably like a drag queen. And those people are not actually trans. They just like to pretend once in a while. So she probably would want she, I don't know. But then again, some trans people don't actually have gender surgery. So they're also kind of pretending. I don't know. But maybe because they pretend like all the time, trans people who don't have the surgery are pretending all the time. Maybe that's different. I don't know. I'm not going to guess what her pronouns are. Let's just roll with she. So she wants to protect the mental health of her students. Okay. That's terrific. That's terrific, lady. I'm glad you want to protect the kids. But what's that got to do with this bill? What does that have to do with this bill? You teach preschool. Preschool you teach. What is it you think needs to be in the lesson plan that this bill won't allow that makes children unsafe? It doesn't say that kids can't be gay. It doesn't say they can't be gay as a rainbow. Gay them up all day long, lady. Gay them kids up. Doesn't say that. I promise you, I promise you, those little gay kids in preschool are safe. If someone attacks a little gay boy in a preschool, I promise you, that attacker will be prosecuted. You know why? Violence is a crime, especially against children. So what do you mean when you say you want to protect them? What are you talking about? Be more specific. But it's not even just the teachers freaking out about this bill. We've got Disney. As I mentioned earlier, Disney is absolutely freaking out about this law. They're acting like gay and trans people are being attacked at Disney World as a result of this bill. Like the bill passed and now people... People are filing into racist from like racist Arkansas and Kentucky and filing into Disney and just just 
beelining straight for the gay seven dwarfs and and abusing them. Trust me, those those dwarves are gay as fuck. It makes no sense. This bill has nothing to do with gay or trans people. This bill has nothing to do with adults at all. And this bill definitely has nothing to do with Disney. So why? Why are you freaking out? Listen to this Disney executive. I'm, I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually. Um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child. Um, What's a pansexual and, child? And also as a leader. Um, and that was the thing that really got How me because be I have heard so much from so many of my colleagues over the course of the last couple of weeks um, in open forums and through emails and phone conversations and um, I feel a responsibility to speak, um, not just for myself, but for them, um, to all of us. We, we had a we had an open forum last week at 20th where, um, again, the home of, of really incredible groundbreaking LGBTQIA stories over the years where um, one of our she execs plus, stood up plus. and said, you know, we only have a LGBTQ handful of queer leads in our content. Lady. And I went, what? I, that can't be true. And I and I and I realized, oh, it, it actually is true. We have many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories. And 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 yet we don't have enough leads um, and narratives in which oh. gay characters just just get to be characters um, and, and not have gay to be about cartoon character leads. gay stories. And so yes. um, that's been very eye opening for me. Um, and, and I, I can tell you, um, it's something that I feel perhaps had this moment not happened. Um, I, as a leader and me, as my colleagues would not have focused on and, and going forward, um, I I certainly will be more so I know that we will be. And, um, and I hope this is a moment where shoot, um, the 50% of the tears, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) are coming, um, uh, we don't, we just don't allow each other to go backwards. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? She's crying. She has a pansexual child. Look, let kids be them. But what does that mean? You got a pansexual child. From my understanding of pansexual, it means that you like, you want to have sex with all the genders. You're, this is your, your child. I don't know, man. And she's, and she's crying here. I don't get it. What does this have to do with the bill? Yes. This lady has two kids on the LGBTQAA plus plus spectrum. And that's terrific. I'm sure they're great kids. I'm sure she loves them, but this bill is not a threat to your children or Disney. Why is she pretending it is? Why is she pretending this bill is a threat to Disney. She's talking about she wants 50% of all Disney characters, Disney lead characters to be gay and trans. 50%? Okay. But why stop there? Why not make 100% of all Disney characters gay and trans or pansexual? What are we doing? Honestly, I've seen a lot of Disney movies with my kids and I would have guessed that the lead characters were already around 95% gay. So frankly, I'm surprised by her low ambition for 50% here. 
But now check out check out this this next Disney executive because all the Disney executives they're they're all a mess over this. Check out this next one. It's amazing. I identify as like a biromantic asexual. I've had a lot. Biromantic asexual. Learning and growing about myself this year, kind of facilitated by how comfortable I felt on the Proud family and with my immediate team at Disney TVA. And so it's just sort of like this creative dissonance between my personal experience where I feel so safe and so supported. I mean, like I wasn't like in the closet, but like I'm real out now, but like get out there, girl. (laughs) And like outside of my team, outside of TVA, it's just, it, it feels like the things that we believe that we're trying to put into the shows are not what we're seeing in the real world. And yeah, it leaves you in a weird space. I'm still thinking like, I want to use my content to like go deeper, like talk about how non-monolithic the LGBTQ plus community as an asexual, as an asexual. You know they're not monolithic. You got 14 letters in your alphabet now. I have a dissertation ready at any given time. I want to like add the the pockets of the LGBTQ community that you don't see. I was like, I want to get like gay advanced. And then I realized like, oh shit, we need to go back to like gay 101. Like, so it's like, I. (laughs) What? 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 I mean, she wants to get gay advanced. Look, let's just rewind. I love my gay people. Half my wife's family is gay. I love them. We had a gay wedding at our house two summers ago. It was a blast. It was more fun than any straight wedding. I love me some gay people. I love the trans people. I find them to be fascinating. But this is getting ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. Like, you want 50% of Disney characters to be gay. Okay, whatever. I guess straight people shouldn't be threatened by that, and they shouldn't. But why do you want 50% of Disney characters to be gay? And why are you threatened by this bill about not teaching sexuality to seven-year-olds? What? Where is the connect? What does any of it have to do with anything? And where are we going with all of these sexualities? I don't care if you call yourself a biromantic asexual, but it's like new, there's new terms every week. And we're expected to know these what a biromantic asexual now i've never heard that before this video i'm guessing that she means she will be romantic with anyone sure let anyone take her out to dinner and buy her some steak and lobster and listen to her boring self-involved drivel but she won't fuck anyone yuck biromantic anybody can treat me to a steak but you ain't getting fucked can you imagine dating this nightmare of a person You listen to this person who's making, certainly making six figures, probably high six figures, yammer on about how she's repressed all night long. You might be a school teacher making 45 grand and you got to listen to this nightmare. Go on about her repression because she's a bisexual, biromantic, whatever. And after being a good, patient listener and buying her that steak and buying her that wine, you open the car door for her, or maybe you don't because maybe you don't, maybe that's not what you do to a bi romantic. Maybe that would be insulting, whatever. Then you take her home and she shoots you down and you learn that you ain't never, ever, ever going to touch those boobies. You can buy her all the steak in the world. You can buy her a whole cow but she ain't never going to lick your stick. Not now, not ever. This She wants to get gay advanced. Gay it up, lady. 
Now, you can make all kinds, you can make every Disney movie you want about biromantic asexuals. The bill's not going to stop you. The bill is not going to stop you. Has nothing to do with that. I mean, I'm not going to go see your shitty, boring movie about asexual bi whatevers. But Ron DeSantis, he's not going to stop you. He just doesn't want you teaching biromantic asexuality in the school curriculums to six-year-olds. And that seems pretty reasonable. I mean, I don't know. Teach them two plus two equals four and shit like that. Teach them how to read. Teach them how to spell biromantic asexual. How about that? We're getting our asses handed to us by Chinese kids. Do you think that Chinese teachers are crying because they can't have a curriculum that teaches little Johnny that he might actually be a Janie? Probably not. And if Johnny is a Janie because he feels like a girl on his insides, why does he need a girl's name? And why does he have to wear girl's clothes? I mean, what even are girl's names and girl's clothes? Can't Johnny, now Janie, feel like a girl and wear the clothes he's wearing? Like if Johnny is a girl on the inside and he's wearing clothes, then by default, would those clothes not therefore be girl's clothes? Like if gender lines don't matter, then why do when people transition from one sex to the other, why do they always go so hard in the paint in traditional gender roles? Like men who transition to women get as feminine as they can be. And women who transition to men go hardcore butch. Seems contradictory, right? If I can be a feminine girl with a penis, with a, if I can be a feminine girl with a giant penis, guys, a giant hog and a beard, if I can be a feminine girl with a giant hog and a beard, or my wife, my beautiful wife, can be a masculine guy who's pregnant, then how do my clothes or my name make me more or less masculine or feminine? You're tripping all over yourselves with your complete lack of logic. And as you guys all know, that shit drives me bonkers. We're getting so dumb. We're just, we're just getting dumb overall. This stuff is dumbing us down. How about we teach people in society to accept each other as we are? How about that? How about we teach people to accept each other as we are and we teach people to accept themselves just the way we are? That used to be a message back in the 80s and 90s. Whatever happened to the concept of loving yourself the way you are? Oh, you were born with a penis, but you feel like a lady? Cool. I love you. Love yourself. You don't got to go cut your dick off. But you know what? If you want to go cut your dick off, I'll still love you. But it doesn't make any sense. Okay, you're going to call yourself Jimmy, now Janie, and you're going to go from wearing, you know, cargo shorts to short skirts, whatever. I love you, but you're not making sense. Love yourself. Love each other. Let's be accepting. Let's be accepting, but let's not enable. How about that? And, you know, Disney, what they're doing, I didn't like their stupid fucking park when I was 12 years old, honestly. We went on a family vacation. I didn't like it. Maybe I was 14. However old I was, I didn't like it. I certainly don't like it now. But who are you guys kidding? Who is Disney kidding? You're liars. 
You are liars, Disney. You don't give a fuck about trans people. You're taking a position you think will help your bottom line profits. You think you you think the position you're taking is going to help your profits because you're a bunch of executives with seven and eight figure salaries who don't work. You got too much time on your hand. You spend all your time on Twitter scrolling through all the nonsense and craziness there, and you're getting misinformed about how the general American feels about this stuff. So you think you're taking a position that's going to be good for your bottom dollar, but it's not. You are not matching up with how most Americans feel. And Americans used to love the fuck out of your company. It was a family paradise. It was a family paradise, but I'm telling you, you turn a lot of people off. Honestly, what you're doing doesn't turn me off. I'll take my kids there again next summer if the wife wants to go. Doesn't bother me. I hated it last year. I'll go again next year, whatever. But I'm telling you, you're turning a lot of parents off. A lot of parents aren't having this shit. If you really cared, maybe you wouldn't be sending hundreds of gay underlings to slave away in your park every day and wear costumes in 100 degree weather working for $12 an hour. If you cared so much about the gays and the trans people, maybe pay the ones who work in your park. Maybe treat them better. Maybe take your eight-figure salary down to 7.9 figures. That doesn't make sense. Maybe cut, slice a little bit off the top of what you're taking home. Slice a little tiny slice of pie out of what you're taking home and give it to the gay and trans folk who are wearing, who are wearing the Snuffleupagus costume in 110 degrees in Anaheim. Okay? I mean, uh, also, I mentioned Saudi Arabia. If you really cared about gay and trans people, Disney... Once you stop doing business in the Middle East, they will literally grab a trans motherfucker, take him up to the tallest building in Saudi Arabia, and throw that motherfucker off the building. Now, if you really care about trans people, wouldn't you take a stand against that? Maybe stop doing business over there until they change their ways? Or are you telling me that you genuinely believe that Florida lesson plans, Florida lesson plans to third graders are a threat to gay and trans people. But grabbing a gay kid and launching him off a building is good for his health? This is how dumb we're getting. Now, I don't know. Maybe maybe it is good for their health. You know, Maybe as those trans people are falling terrified to their inevitable death when their head smashes off the concrete on the way down their bodies are producing stress proteins which are really good for fighting inflammation so maybe that's what you're getting at maybe you want to fight inflammation in the gay and trans community i don't know get the fuck out of here disney disney's reaction is i think back to black lives matter disney's reaction is the exact same as jp morgan chase putting up Black Lives Matter billboards all over the country while raping the inner cities by purposefully buying up, gobbling up companies, manipulating them, ruining them so they could short the stock and make millions, taking thousands of jobs out of the American economy and inner cities for black folk so they could make an extra zero. Same thing, but they're going to hang up a Black Lives Matter sign. Yeah, it's it's. The same as Nike. Nike made Colin Kaepernick the new face of their corporation. And they're constantly ranting against the slavery mentality of the NFL. 
Meanwhile, the NFL is supporting actual, literal, real-deal Holyfield slavery in China. Get the fuck out of here. I'm so over the nonsense and the contradictions and the hypocrisy. But I'm glad. I'm glad that the parents in Florida and the governor, you know, usually when the, when the mob attacks, people cower and they start apologizing. Not this time. Not Ron DeSantis. This motherfucker is a bad motherfucker, and I'm glad he's fighting back. Because it's about seven personal rights and education, what critics call the Don't Say Gay Bill is on the Senate floor. Does it say that in the bill? Does it say that in the bill? I'm asking you to tell me what's in the bill, because you are pushing false narratives. It doesn't matter what critics say. It says it bans classroom instruction on sexual identity and gender orientation. For who? For, for grades pre-K through three. So five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, and um, the idea that you wouldn't be honest about that and tell people what it actually says, it's why people don't trust people like you, because you peddle false narratives. And so we disabuse you of those narratives. Awesome. And we're going to make sure that parents are able to send their kid to kindergarten without having <laughs> some of this stuff injected into their school curriculum. 100%. Awesome. Does it say that in a bill, he asks. I love that. I love that he's calling out the media. Like, why are they lying about the bill? I don't mean to spend this whole show on the bill, but it's just amazing to me. Like, the, the war propaganda is amazing to me. The COVID propaganda is amazing to me. The Black Lives Matter propaganda is amazing to me. But now we're talking about the kids, and this is the dad presents. You're fucking with the kids, and you're giving propaganda about the kids. A lot of parents don't want their kids being taught about fucking. And I think that's pretty reasonable. And the media is lying about it. And you know why they're lying about it? They're lying about it because if they disagree with what's actually in the bill, they look like a total creep that shouldn't be near children. You know? Like, given what we've seen in the Catholic Church and the school system and gymnastic coaches all over the place in Penn State, well, my, my brother's going to be mad if he hears that because he said it didn't happen, so okay, I retract that one. But given what we've seen with all this sexual abuse of children, you would think that everybody would be on board with not teaching children about sex when they're seven years old. And again, I taught my boys about sex and gender and all that stuff when they were four. But I'm their dad. That's a parent's job. Many parents... Don't want to teach them about that stuff until puberty, and that's up to them. What kind of creep thinks that this should be the job of the government to indoctrinate your children at age five about what they want them to know about sex and gender fluidity? I mean, frankly, frankly, honestly, from what I've seen from Zoom school and what I've learned from studying about the public school since then i think public school teachers should have cameras on them the same way the cops do if you want you you want cameras on cops because you're worried about cops being abusive and abusing their power well i feel the same way about the teacher i agree with that on cops i think the cops should have cameras on them i agree with that 100 percent. but so should teachers because teachers do abuse their power if my tax dollars are paying for something and it's mandatory that I send my kids to this place every day, then I think I have a right to see what's happening. I think that needs to be a movement. Put cameras on the teachers. Put cameras on the teachers. What are you hiding? What are you hiding? Or, you know what? 
don't make it mandatory. Don't make public school mandatory. Give me back the taxes you take from me for public school and let me decide where to educate my child. That's called school choice. It might be on the California ballot this year. It's actually initiative 21-0006. So if you live in California and you'd like $14,000 back in your pocket to educate your child as you choose, look it up online, go sign the petition. They need half a million signatures to get it on the ballot. And I hope that happens. I would love to have $28,000 back in my pocket. I'll get together with some other parents who are like-minded. We're hire our own teacher. We're paying that teacher a hundred grand. We'll get a better teacher. And we'll know what's going on. And there'll be like five, six kids in the class. It'll be amazing. All right, guys. Take a breath. Big announcement. All right. Big announcement for the show. That Dad Presents, once again, has sponsorship. And it's a good one. Now, I didn't get into podcasting to make money. I really didn't. I got into it because I like running my mouth. I got into it because I'm a sexy, sexy man. And I thought the world need to be able to soak it all in. <laughs> um, but look, running this low quality, low rent show actually costs some money. And since Facebook first banned me and now has completely banned, shadow banned our page, most of our followers never see anything we put out. I need to advertise. So I need a little cash. So I've accepted some sponsorship. But just so you know, just like I, I will never, ever, 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 ever lie to you guys, I will never sponsor a product that I don't actually believe in. So our new sponsor is expressvpn.com. Go to expressvpn.com slash the dad. You get three free months. If you don't know what they are, they're a VPN blocker and I've been using them for two years already. I love it. If you aren't using a VPN, you need to start right away. A VPN gives you privacy while you're online. So when you get on your computer, when you log in, every single keystroke you make is tracked according to the ISP of your computer. They know who you are. They know where you are. They know what you're doing. Now, if you're watching this show, you probably don't like the government knowing every single thing about you. And, and, and if you don't care about that, but you don't like Google and Apple taking your information and selling it for MUCO dollars, then you need this. Take it back. Take the power back. Take your information back. And if you don't care about either of those things, but you're doing some shady business on the internet, and I know you freaks are, then turn off the show right now and go to expressvpn.com, the dad, for three free months of their VPN blocker. Expressvpn.com slash the dad. Three free months after that. It's, it's, it's bananas how cheap it is after that anyway. So just go do it, all right? So step one is go to stop using Google Chrome, first of all. This is no longer part of the ad, but if you want privacy, stop using Google Chrome. They track everything. Use the Safari browser and set DuckDuckGo as your search engine. Now you got a little bit of a protection. You can do those two things for free. Now Google can't get your data. But step two is you need that VPN blocker so they can't track you, okay? My VPN blocker from ExpressVPN is running right now. And it's telling those perverts that I'm in Taiwan at this very moment. So I can order illegal drugs and buy a hitman to take out my wife for like 10 grand. Nobody will ever know I did it. <laughs> you think you would think that buying a hitman would be more than 10K, you know, but whatever. I mean, if, if you guys remember Silk Road, I think that's about what they went for, but whatever. Doesn't matter. ExpressVPN.com slash the dad, three free months. 
If you don't love the privacy, if you don't love taking your data out of their pockets, cancel before month four. You won't be charged a dime. Thank you very much, guys. Give it a try for me. I would appreciate it. And a second show announcement. I'm considering bringing on a co-host. Per the producer of this show, we're looking for an attractive and funny female with a different perspective. Somebody to bounce ideas off and, you know, have some fun banter. Now, per the producer, the only job requirement is that you, an attractive female, have to be open to the possibility of an office romance. And you got to be good at secrets. And also, I may or may not be the show's producer, but that's the rule. So email Matt at the dadpresents.com if you're interested and would like to audition. All right, let's get back into the show. This weekend, Meet the Press, America's longest running show, chose to make their entire show about the dangers of misinformation and disinformation in the Latino community, which is amazing. We're on the precipice right now of World War III, right? The dollar is collapsing in value. Businesses can't find workers. We were just on spring break. All the businesses were closed at the beach town we were at on spring break because they couldn't get workers. COVID is coming back. We got another wave. And what these freaks in the mainstream corporate media think we need to focus on is disinformation in the Latino community. Now, why is that? Excuse me. Why, why is that? Why do they think that needs to be our focus? Well, it's obvious because more Latinos are switching from liberal to conservative than ever before. There's a wave of Latinos switching from liberal to conservative. And the only sense the media can make of that is not that the left has lost its mind and that Latinos have traditional family values and the left has gotten away from that. It must be because these Latinos are misinformed, right? The Latin, the, they've concluded that Latinos are switching sides because they're misinformed and they're going to work backwards from their conclusion. For context of this show, Meet the Press, the week before this, their main topic of concern was harassment of female journalists online. These are the biggest concerns of the great media today in a civilization that could be collapsing. They're concerned about online harassment of female journalists, did an hour on that, and Latinos who might vote for Republicans. This is their concern. It's it's bonkers. There's a, there's a giant push right now regarding misinformation. And don't think for one second that this is independent of the fact that people are turning on democratics, democratic politicians right before an election. You're going to get a ton of talk about misinformation in the coming months. And here's the bottom line. If you are not a war-loving, global warming, enthusiastic, COVID fear-mongering Democrat, it's because you're misinformed because that's the only position you can have in society. The earth is ending, COVID's going to kill you, and we need to bomb Russia. If you don't agree with those things, you're misinformed, and they're going to let you know between now and November. And last week, this, this, this is perfect, and this cracks me up. Last week, in the past week, all the usual suspects of the corporate media, they got together at the University of Chicago for a disinformation conference. Who was there? You had the Atlantic Magazine there, which is where Fauci's published all his nonsense talking points. You had the New York Times and you had CNN. And the irony 
of these lying hacks educating children about this information is not lost on me one bit. And it wasn't lost on a lot of these students also. So there was a college freshman there named Daniel Schmidt. And this dude, this 19-year-old kid showed the world that he better understands journalism than the fake corporate journalists who feed us these lies. In 2020, you wrote, those who live outside the Fox News bubble do not, of course, need to learn any of the stuff about Hunter Biden, referring to his laptop, of course. <laughs> uh, a poll later after that found that if voters knew about the content of the laptop, 16% of Joe Biden voters would have acted differently. Now, of course, we know a few weeks ago, the New York Times confirmed that the content sure. is real. Do you think the media acted inappropriately when they instantly dismissed uh, yeah. uh, Hunter Biden's laptop as Obviously. Russian disinformation? And what can we learn from that in ensuring that what we label as disinformation is truly disinformation and not reality? My problem with Hunter Biden's laptop is, I think, totally no irrelevant. I mean, it's not whether it's disinformation or I mean, I don't think the. Hunter Biden's business relationships have anything to do with who should be president of the United States. So I don't find it to be interesting. I mean, that would be my problem with the, that as a, as a major news story. You didn't think the Hunter Biden story was interesting, so you chose not to report on it? Lady, that's not your job. You're a journalist. Nobody cares what you think is interesting. We don't want a newspaper filled with stories about your boring middle-aged white lady interests like the book club or who said what about whom on the housewives of orange county or the the the, the thigh-high leather boots you got that your friend nancy got also so now you can't wear them because of that bitch nancy even though it wasn't original when you got them because literally every woman in town has thigh-high boots your interests are not what goes in a newspaper you're supposed to put the news in there we want the news. We get newspapers for news. Hunter Biden's laptop was news. It was news, whether you found it interesting or not. And seriously, you didn't find it interesting? You, you expect me to believe that? Sorry, I have a hard time buying into that. Lady, let's imagine for a second that it was Donald Jr. taking millions of dollars for a job he was unqualified for in an industry he knew nothing about in another country where he couldn't even speak the language. And part of the deal of him getting that job was that that company in that country would get access to his dad, the president. And then imagine all those secrets were on a laptop that he left at some computer shop in a total days of drug confusion. Would you care then? Would you care about that? Would you care? I think you might. I think you'd probably care if it was Donald Jr. Amazing. So after that first freshman, as if that wasn't humiliating enough for the press, we had another freshman step up to the plate and humiliate these fools. This kid's name, freshman Christopher Phillips, he took on CNN's roly-poly walking donut man, Bryant Steltzer. Took him to task. He grabbed that disgusting human fart by his tiny little man part, drug him out back behind the woodshed, and smacked him around like he was an Oscar host. And it was 
beautiful. You've all spoken extensively about Fox News being a purveyor of uh, disinformation, uh, but CNN is right up there with them. They pushed the Russian collusion hoax. Yeah, they they pushed the Jesse Smollett hoax. Yep. They smeared Justice Kavanaugh as a sure rapist, did. and yep. they also smeared Nick Salmon as a white supremacist. Cost and yes, they million, dismissed billion, the Hunter Biden million? laptop affair as pure Russian disinformation. All the mistakes of the mainstream media and CNN in particular seem to magically all go in one direction. direction? Are we expected to believe that this is all just some sort of random coincidence or is there something else behind it? I think you're describing a different channel than the one that I watch. (laughs) Uh, But I understand that that is a popular right-wing narrative about CNN. Oh, good Lord. A popular white right-wing narrative. All these piggies, they, all they have, all they have to go with are there little catchphrases like this? I'm actually surprised that Stelter went with right-wing talking points instead of just calling the kid racist. That's the usual move. I mean, he must not have been able to see the kid in the audience because from what I saw in the video, kid was white. The kid was white. So Stelter needs to go back to CNN 101 and remember that if a person is a disagreeing with you and he's white, you call him racist. Or maybe you call him a Putin puppet. You can call him that now too. Or better yet, call him a racist Putin puppet. Steltzer kind of choked under the pressure and went with right winger. Okay, that's very 10 years ago, but okay. Now, look, I've been keenly, keenly aware of the absolute fact. It's a fact that CNN and the entire corporate media has been co-opted by the rich elites of this country and have been lying to everyone for at least 20 years. That's how long I've been paying attention. I'm sure they've been lying for longer than that. But what is great right now is that everyone is starting to wake up and see it. Since the emergence of Donald Trump onto the political scene, everyone sees how obvious these lies are. Now, you can feel however you want about Donald Trump. I don't like the guy. He seems like a real dick. He does. I don't think he was a very good president. However, I am eternally grateful to that man that he came onto the scene like a bull, scared the piss out of the elites, and got those bedwetters to show us their soiled panties. He's the reason why everyone can now see how much the media lies. They've always lied, but they just stepped it up to unprecedented heights because they so hated Trump and were so afraid of him tearing down their power structure. And that's awesome. The corporate media is filled with lying scumbag robots who do nothing but do the evil bidding of the monolithic corporate entities. Just like the rulers in Washington. The rulers in Washington, the the elite media, they're one and the same. Same thing. Tit for tat. Washington and those who report on them, the politicians in Washington and the reporters who hang out with them, they're one and the same. They're NPCs. Non-player characters. The entire structure is corrupt. Americans are finally waking up to it. And I believe we're going to start tearing this motherfucker down soon enough. And that excites me. And I'm sure that probably got me on some watch list. But whatever. I'm ready for it. And I'm, I'm happy people are waking up. So that, that, those are enough downers, I think, for the show. Let's get on to some more enjoyable stuff. You know, this, this kid talked about the Hunter Biden. Both kids talked about the Hunter Biden stuff. And it's amazing what's coming out with that. Have you guys seen our president getting humiliated in his own house last week? Hey, everybody go. Oh, they're, they're talking to uh, uh, Barack Obama. 
I know him. I left my pudding over there. Hey, there's Rocky. Hey, hey, Rock. Rocky. Hey. Hey, why are you ignoring me? I'm a, I, I'm the vice president of, of uh, United Airlines of America. Hey, hey. If you if you're just listening to the show, if you're not watching, go to YouTube and look up that video of Biden being snubbed by Obama and everybody else there. It it's so pathetic and sad. Now I obviously did some voiceover on it just for shits and giggles. I wanted to have some fun, but it is pathetic and sad. So much so that I almost felt bad for that blood-soaked monster. Biden is walking around at his own event looking like a virgin teenager with acne who's trying to not look like a loner at the dance. It's sad. And I know how dude felt in that moment. It's like it's like when I show up to a birthday party for my kid, but it's at some new kid's house who I'm not familiar with and I don't know any of the other parents. So, you know, you just kind of stand by the drink tables and I hope someone looks at me and says hello, but nobody does. So I just continually sip on my drink because I don't know what else to do with my hands. So then like 45 minutes into the kid's party, I'm shit-faced. And then I start saying inappropriate things to random moms. And then eventually that gets back to the bride and then I'm on the couch. It's like that. That's what it's like. I can relate to Biden there. I get it. And what I want to know is like, where was Joe's wife in this? Like, why didn't she have his back? Where, where's his staff and his handlers? Like, how can you just let the president of the United States get humiliated like that? It's embarrassing. Not only is it embarrassing for him, it's embarrassing for our country. We're at a point in time when, as mentioned many times, the legitimacy of our dollar is being threatened. The dollar was previously backed by gold. And then after Nixon took us, took us off the gold standards because of fraudulence, because we, were, we didn't actually have the gold to back up the money, so we took it off the gold standard, then it became backed by the Petro Agreement with Saudi Arabia. But that agreement is going down the toilet right now because Saudi Arabia is about to start selling oil to the, for Chinese money, and Russians are selling oil for rubles. So the only thing that actually gives our money any value right now is just blind stupidity and lack of understanding of money and fear of our military, right? Fear of our military because our, our dollar is the, the world standard currency. But how much longer do you think other nations are going to fear our military with this dope in charge of it? As soon as China realizes that they can insert their weird money, whatever you call it, the the one, or I don't, I don't even know. As soon as they realize they can insert their money into the conversation for world reserve currency, the money in your pocket and in your bank becomes worth less than the paper it's printed on. That's just, that's the truth because America is a net importer of goods by a lot. It's not even close. We import way more than we export. Go look at everything in your closet and in your house. Chances are 80% of it is made in China. So how are we going to import things we need like medicine and clothes when they don't want our dollars? Dude, it's going to be 
bad. Excuse me. Thirsty. I'm running my mouth. I need I need a guest on so I don't have to talk so much. I'm not Joe Rogan, man. I can't just talk for three hours. Anyway, so you know, I just got done saying how I am hopeful for America because people are waking up, but but buckle up, man, because it's gonna be a, it's gonna be tough sledding in the next few years. It's gonna be tough. Um, moving on. Did you guys see the the defendants in the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping case are going to walk free? Amazing. If you don't remember during COVID, there was there was some supposed plot to kidnap that witch, the governor of Michigan. And when that story came out, they they used that story to paint anti-lockdown people as terrorists. I mean, they've they've so abused the word terrorist in the past three years. So I've still lost respect for these people. It's so disgusting. Parents are terrorists when they go to school board meetings, right? Uh, Ron DeSantis is a terrorist for what he's doing to trans people. It's just gross. Anyway, since those people were arrested for this plot, uh, they've had their trials and the facts revealed that there were actually more FBA, FBI agents involved in the kidnapping plot than actual defendants. So the defendants are going to walk free because they were all coerced into it by FBI agents. And this is not surprising. It's not even a tiny bit surprising. Not in the least. The FBI has done this so many times. In 1999, the first one that comes to mind, in 1999 in Seattle at the World Trade Organization Conference, there was a giant protest of people who are not for free trade. I'm not for free trade. You know who else is not for free trade? Donald Trump. You know who else is not for free trade? Bernie Sanders. Although Bernie changed his mind about free trade once Donald Trump started yammering about it because you can't agree with Donald Trump because that makes you Donald Trump. Whatever. Anyway, giant protest against free trade. Government didn't like this because free trade is what we want in in this new world order of, of universal power and one world government. So government didn't like that. So they sent in a bunch of FBI agent provocateurs to turn that bitch into a riot. Turned it into a riot, totally discrediting all the protesters. And that's not the only example. There's probably hundreds, but I know I can think of a dozen. And the media always provides the necessary cover for the FBI when something like this happens. Just just consider just consider every major news story of the last 5 years. Only the last 5 years. Let's not even go back to weapons of mass destruction. The media has gotten every single one of these stories wrong. Everyone, every major story, everyone. You can't find a story they got right in the last five years. And, and saying they got them wrong is actually probably being a little too generous because what's more likely reality is that they knowingly lied. So I'm I, off the top of my head, I'll just rattle off some of, the media's recent greatest hits of proven lies, right? So Donald Trump, right? Donald Trump is an asset of Putin and Putin has a videotape of hookers peeing on him and that's how he's able to control him. That's what they, that's what they wanted us to believe. It's a lie. Juicy Smollett was attacked at 3 a.m. by two Trump supporters in Chicago who just happened to be hanging out by a Subway sandwich shop at 3 a.m. and just happened to have a noose with them? Who the fuck carries around a noose? Dumb. They don't even try anymore to, to tell convincing lies. 
Kyle Rittenhouse drove across state lines with guns with the intent of murdering Black Lives protesters who weren't actually Black Lives Matter protesters. Oops. Oh, how about Black Lives Matter protesters were peaceful. Nicholas Sandman. You remember this guy? I love that name, by the way. Nicholas Sandman. One of the, the, the freshmen mentioned him. He was the Covington Catholic kid. He got in the face of a poor Indian man at the Capitol and harassed that poor old man. It was a lie. It was the other way around. CNN intentionally misreported it. And you know what? They had to pay that kid $200 million. Good for that kid. Man, my throat is dry. Hold on. And how about, how about um, the racist NASCAR fan who hung a noose in Bubba Wallace's garage? A lot of noose crimes happening in the past couple of years. I don't seem to remember a lot of noose crimes when I was growing up in the 80s. Nooses are making a comeback. It was a lie. Then, then, then the real biggie that kicked off the entire Donald Trump stuff, right? Carter Page, who in reality was a CIA informant. That's a fact. He was a Russian operative. That was a lie. FBI knew it was a lie because the CIA told them in an email that he was one of their assets. But the FBI took that email edited that part out of the email and turned it into the Pfizer court to get a warrant to investigate Trump. And that's all factual. And someone in the FBI went to jail for that lie. And and then the new one, right? The new favorite Hunter Biden's laptop. Wasn't his laptop. It's not his laptop. You can't share that story on Twitter because it's not his laptop. It's Russian disinformation says a letter with 51 FBI agents. 51 FBI agents signed a letter without ever seeing the laptop that it was not his laptop and it was Russian disinformation. But oh, 18 months later, we hear, guess what? It was his laptop. How about, how about when they told us Assad in Syria was gassing his own people? <laughs> and it was like, it was like a week. He wanted the Americans to leave. The American military finally left because the American population, if you guys don't remember, the American population was not willing to fight a war in Syria. So Obama ramped up talk that we had to go to war with Syria. The American people said no. The military left. And then a week later, Assad decides to gas and kill his own people. Hmm. Seems coincidental. Seems like a dictator doing that kind of thing is the kind of thing that might get the military to come back in and get you. So it seems like that would be a bad plan for him to do. Lie. Didn't happen. Totally didn't happen. And then, and then how about the COVID ones that I've been banned for, right? The first, I think the first time I got banned was for talking about how uh, COVID might have come from a lab. No, there's zero possible chance COVID came from the Wuhan lab. No, COVID came from a bat getting kinky with a pangolin that ended up in somebody's soup or some bullshit like that. Total lie. Came from a lab. Putin, how about this one? Putin paid for bounties, paid bounties to the Taliban for American soldiers' heads. (laughs) 
just fabricated out of thin air. The the article was it in the New York Post or, or New York Times or Washington Post, I don't remember, but the sources quoted, because you're supposed to have sources before you report on a story, the sources were anonymous. Mm. And it turned out completely made up. And my personal favorite, there's no side effects from the vaccines. None. Perfectly healthy. No, no, no. My favorite is ivermectin. Ivermectin is horse paste. Well, I should go back and edit that word out. I'm going to be taken off of YouTube now. Whatever. Ivermectin is horse paste. And Joe Rogan, dude worth $100 million, ate horse paste to cure his COVID. We had we had the FBI. We, we had Tucker claiming he was investigated by the FBI. The FBI denying it. CNN making fun of him. Then the evidence came out. Tucker Carlson was investigated by the FBI. They try to tell us that if you get the vaccine, this is the biggest one in the last two years, in my opinion, because this is the one that destroyed society. This is the one that allowed them to lock us down and force us to wear masks. All you need to do is go get the vaccine, because if you get the vaccine, you will not catch or spread COVID. If you get the vaccine, you will not catch or spread COVID. Fauci said it. Rachel Maddow repeated it. CNN repeated it. And it was a lie. And those barely touched barely scratched the surface of things they've told us. I could go on all day just recanting to you lies we've been told about the media, but it's too infuriating, so let's get off that topic. But don't be one bit surprised now that we've learned about this Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping, that it was a bunch of bullshit. Do not be surprised if we learn that the insurrection on January 6th was provoked and led by the FBI. Don't be surprised. In fact, it would be more surprising if we didn't learn that. Sandberg. I want to turn to the FBI. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, Did any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I can't, I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. What? I can't answer that. Look, man, if Ted Cruz asked me under oath Hey, Matt, did you commit crimes or do any violent stuff on January 6th? I'd say, no, you weirdo. I did not because you know what? I wasn't there, so I didn't do that. But if I was there, if I was there on January 6th and I did incite violence, then what I would probably say is, sir, I cannot answer that. I'm just saying. If, if the media or a politician or a corporate mogul or the FBI ever tells the truth, it's a fucking accident. All right, you guys. Now let's have some fun and get into this week's edition of Lefties Are Embarrassing. So I'm a member of a DID system. And for me right what? now, that means that in the coming months, I am going to be able to watch some of my best friends and some of my closest companions get the body of their dreams that Yay. matches their gender, that makes them feel happy. And in exchange, oh, that's so I'm going to have to give up my own. 
What? I'm cisgender. The majority of my headmates aren't. And we've decided to transition. Which means that as happy as I am for the men in my system, I am about to have to watch myself go through the wrong puberty. Uh, What do you mean? What? (laughs) And it's going to be permanent. I don't think we talk enough about how DID gets rid of a person's bodily autonomy. I don't I hear people do say all the time, the one thing you have control over is your own body and your own reactions. And I don't have that. This isn't my body. These aren't my reactions mm, or my memories. Do. I have like 30 people living in my brain and everything what? I do belongs to us as a group. That's what's so hellish about this disorder. My parents fucked me up and now I will never have Fucking full parents. bodily autonomy. Anyways, um, everybody say congratulations to the men in my system. Congratulations, men! And we're happy for them. <laughs> now, guys, so if you're not knee-deep in this stuff like I am for the show, you probably have no idea what that lady's talking about or what he's talking about. Let's not go through that dance again. But what she is saying is that she is in a DID system. Probably never heard that before. She's in a did system. She's in the did system. Well, what that means, as she said, is there are many people living inside her body. And if you didn't know, you should know because this is actually very common. This is common right now in America. There's there's DID systems all over the place, everywhere. In fact, in her case, there's 30 people living inside her body. So if you dig deeper into the video, she's upset because there's more men living inside her body than women, and because men are the patriarchy and dominate the women, they're forcing her to move their body to the doctor to get off the dick. Or to add a dick. She'll be adding a dick, I suppose. And even though she has a woman's body, or they have a woman's body, and even though it's a woman narrating the video, the one the narrator is clearly not in charge of the DID system. The men are. So I'm not sure what this lady's role is, the, the speaker. I'm not sure what her role in the DID is. Maybe she's like their, their spokesmodel. Maybe she's the prettiest one. Or maybe she's the negotiator. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to speculate. I don't like to speculate about these things. All I know is that she's pretty upset that the men are transitioning and get the body they want. And I get it. I get it. I would be upset too. Like if there were if there were 29 women living inside my body and they overpowered me and they wanted to make me cut off my ween and grow titties, I'd be sad. I'd be really sad. In fact, I'd probably think about fighting those 29 women. Like I would never hit a woman, but if 29 women want, want to cut off my dick... I might have to fight him in self-defense, right? That like, that's, that's when it's probably okay to hit a woman. But also at the same time, I'm also pretty slick with the ladies. It's, I am, it's just, that's just reality. I don't have many skills in life. I've been good with the ladies. That's one of maybe two skills I have. Okay. So I think I could probably nip the situation in the bud before it got to fighting these 29 ladies. Like, I think I could get one of those ladies or maybe all of them to want to get down with daddy, you know? You know, let's have a party, ladies. Just imagine all the fun we could have. Like, like orgy at daddy's house tonight, ladies. Let's go. Me and all 29 of you. My D.I.D. posse. <laughs> I mean, if there are 30 people inside her head, let's think about this. Let's, let's, 
let's take this further. It's fun. This is fun. Like at some point, everybody, you got to stop getting mad about this stuff and just have fun with it because it is what it is. But if there's 30 people on our head and we're supposed to believe that and take that serious and we are, like you have to respect people's pronouns. It's actually a crime in Canada not to call someone by their preferred pronoun. In public school in California, you'll get thrown out of school if you don't use the right pronoun. Okay, so she says there's 30 people in her body. There's 30 people in her body. So, therefore, shouldn't they get the right to vote? Shouldn't all 30 people get the right to vote? I mean, you're telling me we got to respect her gender ideology. They all need a vote. (laughs) I mean, I'm just just riffing through this and thinking about it and thinking about the steps and It makes sense. And I would not be surprised if Congress tries to get some bullshit like this through before 2024. Wouldn't be surprising at all. Like that would be a pathway for the Democrats to win, right? I don't know. I mean, I've I've made some wild predictions in the last few years that have come true. And the first thing I can think of is my prediction on day one of the lockdowns that the lockdowns would prove out to do more damage than good and probably kill more people than they saved. And that was a pretty good prediction. But... If they give people in a DID system, if they give them all right to vote, that takes the cake. And it's fine. I'm sure the Republicans will go along with that. All 30 of them are probably Republicans. (laughs) And if there's 30 people, okay, if there's 30 people in her DID, are they all entitled to their own lover? Can she have 30 lovers? Because if so, like dudes... There's a loophole here for us married men. So maybe let's not jump to conclusions to condemn this, you know? <laughs> the world's going crazy, guys. Now, it's easy to, to laugh at this and condemn it because it's freaking bonkers ridiculous. But what's shocking and disturbing is that there's only actually two possibilities when you see a video like this. And number one is that this poor girl is seriously mentally ill and she needs our help. But instead of giving her our help and our compassion and our love, she's going to go to the doctor and her doctor is going to cut off her tits to satisfy the patriarchy inside her. That's one possibility. So let's call things as we see them for now on. Let's not use words like transition. What the doctor is going to do is he's going to put her under anesthesia and he's going to cut off her tits. See, because when we tell the truth, the truth becomes a lot less palatable. And if the truth is harder to swallow, then we may be more likely to consider the other possibility here. And the other possibility here is that, number two, this girl is crying for attention and help. And instead of cutting her tits off, we should be empathetic and get her the help she needs. I mean, what are we doing here, America? What are you doing? I am all for accepting people as they are. I am for teaching people to accept themselves as they are. But there's a fine line between acceptance and enabling. And this one goes way beyond that line. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We got a great show coming up for you next week. We got guests lined up back to back to back. You're going to love it, but I hope you enjoyed this show. Talk to you soon. <laughs>